Welcome to Fresh and Fit Pod, guys. Thank you for joining us once again. That's a really, actually, you know, let me just stop being funny. That's a really nice shirt you have on. Thank you. James, it's always good to see you, bro. I think it's velvet. Most of the time. I think it's velvet. I'm not sure, though, but I think it's velvet. It might be. It, it kind of looks like fancy carpet. Like uh, a really nice You know what? You know what? No, no, curtain. Do that. Yeah, you lie like a rug. Really? And we're here. Um, <laughs> we're here with our good friend, Uncle Al. Uh, yeah, bro, my, the bro yeah, hammer my, from just out the slammer. Hey, my, see you, bro. What up, though? What up, though? Notorious for being our age, but we haven't been his yet. Definitely, definitely. I've always been your age, and you haven't been mine yet. Uh, Al, uh, let me first say this. Uh, I feel like every time I see you, you're a different body percentage. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what he does. <laughs> you have the metabolism of a fifteen-year-old. <laughs> I'm frankly sick of it. Hey, um, Al is also your friendly local neighborhood <laughs> Spider Man. So if you hear the radio, top flight security. Hey, hey, we are out here. You know, you know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah, he's, man. He's, uh, he's Martin Lawrence from National Security. Pretty much. But it's funny that, that you mentioned uh, Al being a different body fat percentage when you see him. I remember one time we were getting ready for the uh, pool party. You know, we did it like our annual pool party. We haven't had one in a while, but mm -hmm. COVID killed a hair. But uh, <laughs> why do we say that? Like, COVID is a person that might be listening. I know, but we can fight him. So we fight. He is listening. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or it might be a she. But don't interrupt me again, chat. Like I was saying, <laughs> Al was um, looking everything about Al got a six pack in less than 24 hours. Let's specify the six pack. We're, talking, we're not talking about a six pack of beer. No, like he, he six pack. He literally, stuff. I saw him in the morning. We worked out. He didn't have a six pack. <laughs> no, he came to the pool party with a six pack. It's almost as if he like slapped it on him. Spray paint. It wasn't spray paint because he got in the pool. Got in the pool. But I mean, was it? it's two thousand one. That was what two thousand eighteen. Yeah, yeah, water resistant. No, no, yeah, it no, It was legit, man. I don't even know where it came from. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just sure. Unexpected blessings, I guess you can right. So, so Al, you still doing the competition? October? Yeah. October, yeah. October. So, you know, that's, that's man, he blinking, it'll be right here. October, bodybuilding competition. Yeah. So I think that's that's important, um, that's major. I always want to do one, I still want to do one myself. You know what I'm saying? Because I want to challenge myself to do a bodybuilding competition because of the mental aspects of it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So Al, uh, how was it affecting you mentally though? Mentally, it really wasn't, exactly. man. Yeah. Because I, I didn't deal with some st stuff mentally. Yeah. So everything, I think it was, the hardest thing for me was the dieting. That, okay. That dieting. Mm -hmm. But is the diet like making you cranky or anything? Is it turning? Oh, hell yeah. You know, yeah. I'm cranky as hell. I'm emotional as it is. And so. <laughs> <laughs> when I can't eat what I want, oh, bruh. Yeah. Well, so what are like, what are some of your uh, no holds bar, no diet, doesn't matter what you eat. What what do you eat? Like, what's your go-to? Oh, my go-to, man. Man, so my girl, uh, my girl Keita, man, she makes this uh, banana pudding, bruh. I got some left in the refrigerator with the, right now. With the chestnut? With the chestnut. Oh, that's how you do it. That's with the chestnut. With the chestnuts on that bad boy. You understand me? I'm Arab and I know that. Yeah. 
That's the, hey, I love some banana pudding and cheesecake, bro. You think I was being racial? I, I didn't know you were Arab. What did you think I was? I, I still don't I know. thought you were white skin. I still don't know your race. <laughs> what, white skin isn't. I've known you for years, you know, and I still, I'm, I still I'm know about, your ethnicity. I'm tired of both of you. <laughs> I'm exhausted <laughs> my brain. I've known you for years, and I still don't know what your ethnicity is, but it's okay, man, because you I'll know. Because I feel like we meet the quota for diversity on our show. But who, what, who's, who's, who's establishing this quota? Yep. So, we did. <laughs> but but I, I, I think it's sweet that you're doing a bodybuilding show, but I also have seen like so many bodybuilders. I mean, so of course you're going natural, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, of course, you know what I'm saying? But, but like a lot of bodybuilders, they get into drugs and stuff because they suffer from <clears throat> body dysmorphia. You know what I'm saying? So it's yeah. like, and that's something that I think a lot of people don't really uh, know that a lot of athletes suffer from it. A lot of men deal with it. Cause I, I was on a panel the other day, and a couple things came up that 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 made me really want to talk about it. Um, and and then one of the questions was, do men get nervous or have insecurities about their bodies? And I was like, yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. So hell a lot yeah. of often, be, yeah. because like, do do you like? Do you choose what you're going to wear by how you look in it? Yes. Yeah. I definitely do. <laughs> I definitely do. Yeah. I, I think, I, yeah, it's funny you said it because I, I look crazy right now, but um, I tend to go for comfort more. I've gone for comfort more lately, but I'm still, you know, you you feel, the way you feel is dictated a lot by what you wear, what how, you, you, how you look. Man, I remember I went to this, I uh, mean, this girl that was talking to some years ago back in D.C. We went to a church, and I'm used to just wearing regular clothes. She's like, no, just put a suit on. I had the suit, but it was like hella big on me. Oh. I was mad. So the whole time I'm in service, I didn't even want to listen to the pastor, man. I was sitting there like, comfortable in your suit. I didn't feel comfortable, man. It got to fit me a certain You had the, the, the LeBron, Camilla Anthony draft day suit on? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, I did. Yeah. Stuart Scott, uh, rest in peace, Stuart Scott, like 1995. Yeah, it was definitely big. Yeah, yeah. Steve but, Harvey style. But, but I think, <laughs> not to get too far from the point, I think a lot of guys, and one thing that I, I, I want to mention is that a lot of guys suffer from it because they have unrealistic expectations, right? So, like, if you go on Instagram, you look in these magazines, you, you look at all these celebrities and stuff, and they, and they look crazy. They look so ripped up. They have so many veins. They're so in shape. Mm -hmm. and, and, and a lot of guys put pressure on themselves because of that. And um, a lot of that is because, uh, bring it closer to a lot of that is because um, they don't realize that a lot of those guys are on drugs mm -hmm. and taking like all these drugs, all these different things. So because they're on drugs, they hit, they got that look. You right. know what I'm saying? So like a lot, of th I think that's so you create this false pressure. So then <clears throat> you go and look in the mirror, you go and look at yourself, and you're like, dang, I don't look like X, Y, Z. So I know a lot of women deal with this too because you see all these chicks with these BBLs, these brand new bodies, all this stuff like that, and you create this this body dysmorphia thing. So I think, um, so my question to you guys is, how would you deal with that? And how do you handle that feeling of maybe like unrealistic inferiority? I know for me, um, you know, the, my body type is my body type. So if I'm, Constantly comparing myself to others, I'm always going to be in this have this pressure on myself yeah. to to look a certain way, perform a certain way, uh, act a certain way. 
and then you end up just feeling shitty and stressing yourself out. I, I, I remember hearing uh, some years ago, uh, I heard uh, Dr. Cornell Westby, and um, he made the point about his, his what he wears every day. You know, Albert Einstein kind of did a similar thing, you know, Steve Jobs too, and, and, and others, but they, um, they, they wore pretty much the same thing every day. And for them personally, it took away the stress of worrying about what they had to wear. Mm. They had other things they had to deal with and worry about. That they, they they knocked that off the list. This isn't one thing I want to worry about. What I wear, how I look. So I like that. I know that's not me exactly, yeah. <laughs> but I appreciate the idea of you know the way that I look, even if it's not just clothing, but it's how I'm built. Man, if I'm always comparing myself to other people, man, I'm always gonna be. This is not a way to live, man. You're, you're kind of saying you be stressing out. How do you deal with that, Al? I don't compare myself to other people, man. Um, what I do is, I like, so I was in the Marines. So everything we wore was always fit to the T, make sure you look good, you know what I'm saying? Always sharp. So I always carried that no matter what. But then when I got out the Marine Corps, I started like exploring different styles of what looked good on me stuff so i was trying i didn't care what other people think um but then once i started figuring out like i had a i had a complex about myself because i being dark skin i didn't know what type of color that looked good on me mm. so i was trying to figure out what different styles like i was like okay what is it what this girl taught me this word it's the color now i know it uh what is it, uh, lilac? Whatever lilac, that lilac. lilac. Yeah. So the first time, yeah, the first time I wore a lilac shirt, I'm like, I was getting a bunch of compliments. I was like, oh shoot, so let me start. Yeah. And it was Morris Chestnut for me. You remember the movie uh, Brothers? Yeah. Huh? He he came out and he was wearing all these different colors. I'm like, well, I can do that too. Right, right, right. So that's how I started. I I don't care what other people think. Um, I put a lot of pressure on myself though because. I'm, You're in the fitness. Industry. I'm in the fitness industry, and my you know my slogan is "Why not look good naked?" So I always had to feel like if I pop this top, I gotta make sure I look the part. Right. It's, it was it was a time that I wasn't looking that part until I met I got back into a, a good fitness role again with these guys. Well, actually, y'all. Yeah. I, I think I deal with it by like uh, like like what you said was major, like accepting your body type. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like I accept my body type, like. I, I'm not built like these guys, and I got like I got big legs. All right, cool. There's nothing I can do about that. I can just get them toned as possible, mm -hmm. and be as you know what I'm saying. Like I am, I can't, I can't, I can't show that. Also, I I, I never, um, I always realize too. Like some people are just genetically gifted. They are genetically gifted, and and those people tend to be the ones that talk shit about people who who are not. Exactly. So I'd be like, you just got good genes. You didn't achieve anything. You just got good genes. So. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Screw you, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So I'm not gonna let you or anybody else tell me how I should or shouldn't look. And that's the one of the reasons why I kind of got into CrossFit over bodybuilding initially, because I didn't want someone to tell me how I look is okay or not okay. Right. I wanted to be able to let my performance and my hard work and, and ethic, my work ethic show for itself versus trying to say like, oh, um, oh, you look good. You look, you, your, your lats are too small. Your right, calves right, are too big. Right, you know what right. I'm Whatever. I just felt like CrossFit was the ultimate just proving ground for me. Sure. Yeah. And plus, and plus, when you see somebody, you don't know if they just lost ten pounds or if they just gained ten pounds. You exactly. don't know. So to compare yourself is really silly and foolish, I think, because um, 
you did you diminish your what you've done or you become complacent in what you've done you know what i mean like if i'm like okay so and so i'm not as as I'm, I'm in better shape than they are but you know you're still not where you need to be in your health mm-hmm. but then if you look at someone like man they golly like you said they got 18 abs yeah and they got yeah 25 <laughs> followers right right so, but okay, you remember that so. dude who uh what was the uh pills that everybody used to take back in the day the hydroxy cut oh, and so the guy yeah. on the hydroxy cut he was doing steroids mm. but he was selling the product Right, so so, yeah, but, but was, that's that's almost every supplement. Right, that's, that's, that's what I'm saying. So a lot of so a lot of us was uh you know right we all a lot of us get in into that oh I need to look like that person to do this yeah. like no you don't yeah. or or you think that you're gonna take that supplement and you're gonna look like that and yeah it's, not, it's just like getting Jordans you're not gonna play like Michael Jordan crazy yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying yeah, no, no. <laughs> you're not gonna play like Michael Jordan. So I, I, I think that's, that's, that's dope. I'm glad you guys opened up about that and expressed it. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, something else that I talked about on this panel was we talked about like men having a safe space to talk, right? Mm-hmm. Now, now typically it's the, I would say it's like a barbershop or something like that. But even a barbershop, you still are kind of censored. You don't express yourself right without without getting dogged or cussed out or, or, or somebody, somebody making, fun making fun. Judgment, yeah. yeah. Do you yeah. guys do you guys have a safe space, or do you guys feel like that's important to have as a man? For me, um, I'm I'm a, I'm gonna talk regardless. I'm a, wherever I'm at because I know I in my years I know if I hold stuff then it comes out differently. So I speak about my feelings. I don't care where I'm at, I talk to wherever I'm going through at that time, I'm going to let it be known. Like we could, if I'm going so to- So you say, express your feelings? I express your feelings, okay. Cause, cause some yeah. men don't do that. Yeah, and, it, and it's, it, it took me years, it took me years of learning. Like, cause I deal, I do deal with PTSD and I have anxiety. I've learned over the years to be able to speak about it like right then and there. Like if I got a problem with Chad, I'm not going to wait. Yeah, you, you got to say something. I'm going to pull him aside. I'm like yo, Chad, let's 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 wrap. Cause I gotta I gotta get it out. If I'm even in the open area and we need to talk about it, I'm gonna say it. Yeah. Cause I, you. I, oh, I'm going. Yeah, no, I used to have so much anxiety, especially with me. Uh, like I was working in marketing and advertising, and I was like the only black guy, like the token black guy all the time. So I was mm-hmm. having like presentations and meetings and stuff, and I would like go up there and I would start sweating because I would be so nervous. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I had I had to learn how to I, I, to like be comfortable in my own skin. One thing that helped me was Toastmasters. I don't know if you guys hit the yeah, Toastmasters. Yeah. Toastmasters helped. Also, mm-hmm. I was doing uh, MMA fighting at the time. So MMA fighting helped me because you get it, the shit out of anybody. <laughs> funny. No, no. But, but but that also helped though because it gave me opportunity to like like get out some like energies and frustrations, like to just get it out. Yeah. And so that way when I came to the office, I'll be like, I'm not nervous in front of you. I just took a punch to the face. I just took a kick to the head. So like you judging me is not gonna bother me because sure. right. you know what I'm saying because like I was just in the trenches. Right. So 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 like now I'm like I don't care what you think or say because like I mean I do care about I get this account or I land this job, but like I'm not I'm not feeling scared or feeling that anxious anymore. So I, I think it's important. But as far as creating a safe space, I think that. Um, I'm working on myself, being a better communicator, and also being better with uh, allowing people to come to me and talk to me. I used I used to like pop off, you know what I'm saying, or whatever. And I think that's just, that's just a little. I think that's just a sign of immaturity, you know what I'm saying. So I think I, I want to be able to talk to people effectively, communicate well, and be like, all right, 
I, I, I hear you and I'm going to listen to understand you versus listening to just respond. respond, respond yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So 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 that way, like when people come to me and talk to me, especially when someone has a decency to pull you to the side, mm -hmm. like you mentioned, Al, that you, you should respect that. Because that. that takes courage. Too. Yeah. That takes courage. And, and, and you should respect that. And, and, and that. and that means that person cares enough about you and your relationship yep. to want to hold on to it to actually talk to you. And not allow that that situation to turn into a rumor or a gossip. Mm -hmm. One thing that I've learned these last few years, um, two things. First of all, if it doesn't concern me, I try to stay out of it as much as I can. And literally say, yeah, you, stop you do do that. You do like, do that. <laughs> it's got nothing to do with me. Right. Even when I want you to be like, bro, I need you in there, you be like, ah. And, and part, of, part of that is because, you know, it, add, it adds, even if you don't realize it, it's adding stress to your life. It's adding, and you're also tainting that image of that person that you, you're assuming that person is bringing that information to you, right. is, is bringing you what's really happening, and you're only hearing their side of it. But the other thing I was gonna say is, like when I think that it's important for, for people, since we're talking about guys right now, when we're like sharing our feelings or how we, or how what we're going through, I think sometimes we have a tendency to say like, you don't have to feel that way or you shouldn't have to feel that way. However we feel, it's you have the right to feel that way. I may not agree with you feeling upset about something or understand right. that you feel upset and you may not even know why you're upset, but you are. You got upset or you're upset or whatever. So I think like talking about that safe space, even if you can have a sounding board, sometimes we just need to talk and not get a response. You just you need to someone to listen. So I used to um, be a facilitator for grief recovery, people that deal with grief and stuff. And our biggest thing is when you're sharing emotions, you be a heart with ears. Now a heart doesn't have no mouth, don't have no nose, nothing. You just sitting there literally soaking everything in and listening, not trying to respond back to after everything they say. Like you gotta take the time, like, you know, especially if somebody hits you up, like, yo, I need to talk to you. Just sit there on the phone. And and you might say, mm-hmm, okay, yep. And that might be the whole conversation. I'm but but people sometimes need to get off and they and when they call you with that, you know what I'm saying? This 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 like, all right, yeah, you know, that's mm -hmm. and then you don't even have to respond. They're like, thanks for listening. And then they hang up and the next day they'll call you back. They're talking trash again to you. But Jazz, I can't stand your butt, man. Why you on, on Instagram yeah. posting that picture again? And they be like, <laughs> you're such a good listener. Right. <laughs> exactly. But I think we fish sometimes. Like, you know, and you you're just talking about listening to, to understand instead of listening to try to respond. Right. Respond. respond. And I think when you're so, you know, as the receiver of the information, you're like, man, I, I don't know what to say. I got to think of something to say to this guy. Right. And then in the meantime, you're not even listening to what they're saying. Exactly. What they need, like you said, is that just sometimes you just spew out whatever it is that you're dealing with. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I, I had did a, a, my buddy who was getting certified. I think he was certified yeah. as a grief recovery facilitator. facilitator. And me and a few guys went through a class with him just to get his feet wet. And that was one of the things he said. When you're, when you're sharing... Mm -hmm. You don't get feedback. You don't analyze. You just let them talk. talk. And a lot of times we figure out our own, man. A lot of times we, we figure out our own problems. Yeah, because most of the times, like we're as 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 especially if it's like a, one of your brothers, like y'all, my brothers, right? I be want to give, like I want to give, like oh man, you should do this. You know, that's that's in our nature because we want to make sure we try to take some of that pain and hurt hurt away from you, just yeah. to give you a different option. But we gotta learn how to just. But 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 one thing I will say, I, I do feel like 
our friendship and, and the guys I'm connected with, we do have a safe space. A yeah. safe space. So I'm Definitely. cool with that. Um, one space I, I feel like should be a safe space, but it's not always a safe space, is the sauna. I think I think there needs to be some like I don't think there, I don't think cats either read the rules or they just don't care about the rules and respect the sun people don't care about the rules because one thing I don't like is when I come in the sauna I'm in Zen I'm trying to chill I'm trying to relax I'm trying to shed weight I'm not trying to deal deal with no no foolishness. Dudes come in there, they want to jump around, want to play music, want to dance and do all why, the crazy why stuff. Why are you, uh, Mister Mister Williams, seventy five year old Mister Williams? Why are you jumping around in the sun? <laughs> <laughs> you got you got three, maybe four things jumping up and down with you, bro. bro no bro. one can see any bro, of that. Bro, but 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 it's a whole gym out here. It's bro, a whole gym out here. Gym. But you know what it is. It's the social media world, man. People want to do stuff like I was in a sauna with this dude. Oh, sauna working out, right? <laughs> like no, this is, like, this is the, stop. I haven't been. I, I'll be all of honest. I haven't been in a gym in a long time. <laughs> even the gym I was going to on a consistent basis, there's no shower, sauna, none of that. So you are, you know, no names, please. But you are big commercial gyms. Yeah. Who, who do you guys find being the ones going to the sauna? Is it like the old guys? It's everybody. It's, everybody. it's, everybody. it's, a, it's across the board. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not you, like a one. Like you'll go in there, you you sitting in there just like, just trying to. So you're wearing a towel. You should wear a towel. Yeah, you're supposed to wear a towel. I, I, wear, I, wear, I at least wear my shorts and a towel. You know yeah, I have my shorts on. Anything on your feet? Yeah. yeah. You got to wear shoes, man. man. You wearing jewelry? No, because the jewelry get hot. Right. Yeah, it burns. But these cats come in there. You know what I'm saying? Now, I'm sitting there in scene, like he said. You know, just are you asking questions? No, I don't know. Sometimes a conversation might spark up, and that's cool. But like, but what kind of conversation? Like, what kind of conversation would spark up? I really don't want to talk to a naked man. Yeah, but I really don't want to talk. Period. I'm in there trying right. to chill. It's you know hot. I'm, I'm bothered. I know why you're here. We don't ask me what's up. You know what's up. I'm in here like you are. Yeah. What do you really ask? I, I, I really don't mind a conversation. I really don't. I'm okay with that. I'm but I, I'm just not okay with you being loud or being irritating, bro. Like, I just don't like all what's, that extra stuff, what's man. The, what's mm -hmm. the spacing required? Like, I know in a bathroom, you're supposed to, you can skip one urine on your I mean, Yeah, I think arm length. Arm length, arm length is fair. So like yeah. you're going in there like, but but if it's if it's packed in there, it's packed in there. You know what I'm saying? It is what it yeah. is. You got respect. The stuff. Are you staying in there if it's packed? Nah, most likely I am. Yeah. Come as the, I get I get to the corner and just, just chill and chill. I'll be I'm the same way, bro. <laughs> Are you low bench or high bench? High bench. High, definitely high. high definitely high. That's high where, it's hot. That's that's where the heat rises. That's also where you're more likely to see. Danglage. Nah, man. <laughs> you're gonna see old man Danglage regardless. You're gonna they, see that. They, you can get be outside the sign. They out there like they out there balls. Leg, out. leg up. Hey, let me tell you about the game last night. Nah, like, bro, cover up. And, and, and you know what? I think I feel them because I think like I don't care either. <laughs> you know so, so, I think I'm getting to that age where I'm just not gonna care. No so more. according according to SteamSauna.com, we gave some do's and don'ts. It said, don't be nervous <laughs> and don't be competitive. Saunas and steam rooms aren't designed for competition. You, <laughs> you know what? You may try to prove how tough and in shape you are by outlasting your friends. I do do that. I do do that. I need to stop that. Because I, I, I try to stay longer. I try to stay longer. I try to stay longer. Uh, uh, 
That's yeah. funny. My that 30 to 45 funny. minutes out of my arm. Ooh, 30 minutes? You a beast. I do 15. I got, ooh. I do 30 to 45, man. I sit in there. You got to sit there and relax. Yeah, man. I, but, but definitely some sauna etiquette, bro. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Women, if y'all could chime in and comment on the section, like, let us know. Like, are ladies that annoying too in the sauna or are they chill? You know what I'm saying? All right, let's take a quick break. No? Keep it rolling. Still rolling? Yeah. Why not? You make, you make bad. Do you need to take a break? No. You, you need your real life's gonna. Yeah, so we're, we're not taking a break. We're not taking a break because well, I'm on my laptop, and my laptop has more memory well, power. While we're having this awkward moment, <laughs> uh, folks, so, like, so just stop. Just like, stop. Three, two, one, stop. And actually, we do need to take a break because it's about to stop. Oh my God. So we got all that. And I got, I got, and I got a roll call in eight minutes. Oh, it's eight minutes. All right, we're gonna go, let's go right to cigars. Okay. Right to cigars. And well, is there anything you want to talk about with, with why not look good naked? We can talk about whatever y'all want to. Right. Okay. It's sponsored by Icebreaker. You know what I'm saying? Talk about it. Alright, I would like and subscribe. Click the notification even though we should do that in the beginning. My bad. Y'all wanna know we can talk about how white now look good naked guys in the business. We can talk about Let's do that. Let's do that. Guess what kind of coffee this is? All black. <laughs> you know why? You don't need a long Why you act like that, bro? Like, why is it because I fixed it. Did it sound like that under the production? When I when, when we did it? No. Huh? Man, I fixed it, bro. So it doesn't sound like that. Yeah. I need my phone to update. I need. Where'd you get your chain at? Uh, Coles. Why you buy me one? This, it was like $800. You a fancy dude. Was <laughs> oh, it cross come with it? No. Separate. Of course it did. All right, you ready? I think, I'm not throwing shade. I think you need a slightly larger cross for that chain. No, I like it small. I, I, maybe I need a smaller chain. Take the smaller chain. Yeah, all right, all right, just give me that one. Just get that to me. Yeah, it's small. Maybe just a little shorter. I would think I, it, it looks small compared to the width of it, though. It looks better on me. Yeah, maybe not. Is it? I like that little I think so. I like that style. <laughs> 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 Itch. So fast. Alright, we're back, guys. Alright. So guys, uh, please make sure. We know we should have said this a long time ago, but please like, please subscribe, follow us. Um, we appreciate everybody listening. And uh yes, we got our we got our guy Al with us, Al Rice. Oh my god. He's got about eighteen different nicknames, including <laughs> top five best smile in <laughs> Cleveland. Bro, Al is so photogenic, like every time we go out and like be doing stuff. Every like like he takes pictures, they always like the best pictures. Front bro. cover ready. Front, Front cover ready. Cause like we went to an all white party. Yeah. It was a cigar party, dude launched yeah. a cigar. Were you guys were you guys out of place then? No. No. No, stop. First of all, we don't know your race. <laughs> all white party. <laughs> yeah. So it was an all white party. Yeah. yeah. And then and then uh so we were there and like we just like you know what I'm saying? And they took, they had like a photo booth. Mm -hmm. And like Al took a Let me take dope it. picture. Let me and then does. Al Go took ahead. a dope picture. And then after he took the dope picture, it got posted <coughs> to Instagram. Of course it did. We got posted to Instagram. And people was like, yo, this is the best picture <laughs> of the night. I'm going to tell you what he does. Listen carefully. Okay. He finds out that Daniel's in a dance. Doesn't matter what the event is. He contacts the head of that event. He then contacts the photographer. He tells there was no the photographer. Is, it was a booth. Listen. 
he contacts the booth. There is an owner of this booth. Oh god. There's an owner of this booth. Is it the one that that curl that No. What no. What, what is that booth? No. What is this thing? Three sixty booth. Three sixty booth. No, that's that, I like that. that is I, like, I like that one. I like too. that. Um that's what he does, bro. And he makes sure that he's in prime footage, area, conditioned, ready, ready to do his thing. That's because he believes in looking good naked. Ah yes. That is true. Yeah, you have the longest uh, acronym ever for a clothing line, but people love it, bro. Why not look good naked? So, so what got you started and what made you, you know what I'm saying, get on this clothing line thing? All right, so a lot of people don't know this, but about me, um, I'm retired from the Marines because of a health issue I had. I'm diabetic. So I ended up getting into fitness. I ended up going to a school to get my um, certification. School was like $8,000 just to get a certification. I didn't understand that, but it's forever. I like that, shout out to my people. But anyway, so I had to write a business plan. So my business plan was taking B squash strippers and making them the A squash strippers. And it came up with, why not look good naked? That's how the birth of why not look good naked came because of, because of my physical ailments and me wanting to take the strippers that were suck at on the pole game and bring them to the A game. I, I think that's commendable. And I think that, that that people would appreciate you, not just the strippers who up their game, mm -hmm. but their clientele. Yeah. And you are you connected with any of these? Uh, <laughs> are you still connected? Case case study of I am. I actually am. I got a, I got a couple good ones, man. Yeah. I actually want to train a stripper so bad because I think like I think a stripper, especially one who has pole talent, yes. would be a really good crossfitter. Yeah, they, you actually know what? The one, I won't say her name because I got rules and records, but she was a big time one in DC. And when she came to me, she was like, look, I just wanna get stronger, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh, I got you. Like, we're gonna work on this, we're gonna do this, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. She was like, all right, bet. I promise you, I was giving her CrossFit style workouts. Three months later, she was hitting some moves like crazy. And then like it was just going nuts in there. So, so how long did you go and like check up and do check on your clients and research? Like, oh, oh man, I was <laughs> like, hey, me and my brother, man. You know what I'm saying? Me and my brother. Like, every, every, I'm just checking this out. Every, every every other weekend. Like, hold on. And then, then you gotta test them, like, hold on, let me check it. Right. Check right. it. Check, make sure you firm up in here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like almost every other weekend I was every there, joints. man. All right, joints. You good? You need me to stretch you out? And what's the thing, like, I was used to talk with, like, the girl I was with, she was like, I don't know about you talking to them. I said, first of all, look, at the end of the day, my money feel better than anything, so man, I don't care. Man, talk to me. My, my money feel better than anything, so we're going to take this money. So I had this one. I, I, this, this, I had this one. She was like, when she came to me, she was like, look, don't be hitting on me, don't be da da I like this. She you told me. you not to hit on her. Right. So she, she told me you not to hit on her. Right, right. Ridiculous. So after a while, she started getting her results. She started looking. She's like, damn. So you know how people send it. Like I tell them, send me your results every every 30 days. Okay. So, so first, first they were with clothes on. <laughs> yeah. Then she like. No. Ah, she turned around. Oh, so, so I'm sitting there. I'm better than that. Exactly. Shut up. So I'm sitting there like. All right, come on now. Yeah, but it, it, it's crazy. But why not look good naked, man? It's just a, uh, it's just who I am. Um, I'm the type of person like I'll pop top anywhere now. And, and you know what? I blame a lot of that on James. 
I would too. I, I blame a lot of that on James because before I really wasn't a pop type of guy because I really didn't like my body. I didn't because I was at a space where I was just eating and working out. So, but now James would do that too. He would. James would pop top. No, James would get you to a point where you feel comfortable enough to pop top. James accused me on the show of always taking my shirt off at the, at the gym when I probably do it less than anybody else. But you do take your shirt off though. We less, do pop top. Would you say that you said it in a way that it was a habit? Okay, Chad. I mean, you're just so particular. It's so annoying. Are you going to tell me? <laughs> so Why do you sound like that? So annoying. So annoying. I hate it. Baby chain gang. Anyways. Um, yeah. So, so we went to the all white party. Back to this all white party we were oh, that you just God. skipped over. You were so mad and jealous that you didn't know. But it was a dope cigar party. I didn't know if it was a. But but one thing that happens is this the cigar party. It was a cigar party. A dude named Lamont was launching his cigars. Mm -hmm. They're flavored cigars or infused cigars. They're actually talks now of getting rid of infused cigars. And you know, Chad and I, Al even smoke cigars too. Mm -hmm. One of our, our favorite is the Fat Bottom Betty. Hey, let's talk to me. So we would be missing out on our favorite cigar. It's not one of my favorites. We don't I, care about I, We don't care about you. We you said, do. We said, you said, Al, I said Al and no, I. No, he didn't. I didn't include Nobody said nothing to you, Chad. No, I said Al and I, we like we. Fat Bottom Betty. We know what you like. Know what you like. What do I like? You like those Olivia's, Perdomo's, all that crazy. So, so like, so they got rid. So they're they're talking about getting rid of them. They're talking about getting rid of them. They're talking about getting rid of them because they feel like it's it's attracting you. So they think that like the sweet cigars, the the, the fruity smells, the fruit stuff are attracting you. And I just I don't I don't agree with that. I don't necessarily agree. Do. Okay. Yeah, I would be. I'd be interested in hearing that who, like, where this came from. I think I, when you see when you see people with flavor or infused cigars, um, you typically see. Just I'm not saying this for everybody, but you typically see your beginners. Yep. Uh, more so females, females right? Yep. Mm -hmm. It's not to say that it's a lesser lesser than like because I know when I when I talk to people about cigars. They're usually really overwhelmed if they just started. Like I just don't know what to pick. There's so many of them. There are. There are a lot of cigars. I I suggest you pick one that's in. No, not trying to be funny. Pick one that's in your price range. Don't right. walk into a shop and be like, "Dang, he's smoking a thirty-five dollar cigar. This is eight. And if you want that eight dollar cigar, smoke that eight dollar cigar. Eight dollar cigar. Yes, because at the end sure. of the day, you are just you are lighting and you are smoking money away. Yep. So you walked in there mm -hmm. with less money than you came out. <laughs> exactly. Out and, and, and I really, right. I really enjoyed my infused cigars. And I don't care what anybody says. Fat Bottom they, Betty's. You know what I'm saying? So hopefully they don't pass that. So Fat Bottom Betty or a Tatiana. Oh, yeah. Nah, Groovy Tatiana's Blue. cool. Groovy Blue's cool. Groovy Blue. Groovy Blue. The, uh, the, tobac the tobac joint special, yep. those are pretty good, Groovy too. Nice. You like uh, the acids? I'm not yeah. a big fan of the acids. I like acids. I like him. I have to try. I, I think I had one in Columbus that time. I went to Columbus that time for the Arnold Classic. Yeah, I had one there. Yep, and that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Columbus has a decent amount of cigar shops. Yeah, yeah, do. yeah. yeah. I, I, but I hope they bring the Arnold back soon. But yeah, so guys, you know what I'm saying? If you guys, that's that's our show. We appreciate you. Make sure you guys like and subscribe, man. Make sure y'all like and subscribe. If you got any questions? Make sure you hit us up. 
leave us a message. Shout out to the other Fresh and Fit. As always. <laughs> As always. And shout out to those people who keep coming to us talking smack. It's all good. <laughs> shout out to my boy Al. He came through rocking the BAM merch. You guys want that, you can go to uh, bamfitness.shop. If you guys want to get some Why Not Look Good Naked stuff, you, you, we'll make sure we have the links in the description so you guys can purchase that stuff. Um, Al, what's your uh, Instagram, social media? Train underscore like underscore at Rice. Al Rice, in the building. And we out, guys. Peace. Peace.